Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. I haven't been in here forever. No, because you've been concussed. But I feel... amazing. I feel relatively good now. You, you still look like shit. Do I really? You always look like shit. I will have you know that I had a customer today that was like, I haven't seen you in two weeks. What's been going on? I told them what was happening. And, and then they laughed at you? They were heartbroken. Were they really? Heartbroken. I find that hard to believe. Not really. They were just like, damn, son. I was like, yeah, it sucked. But I'm not concussed in time for our best and worst of the year. 2016 is over. So a couple things. I'm, I am going to spoil a movie that's not on my list either because I haven't seen it. And that's Rogue One because I haven't been able to see a movie yet. So I don't know if it's the best or the worst. I don't know. I hope worst. I find out soon. Well, just go watch it. I I'm trying to make sure I don't have a fucking seizure. Oh, it'll be fine. So you're telling me you want to go in the theater with me and just risk a seizure. Oh, I'm not going with you. <laughs> gonna no, go no, you're me. going by yourself. <laughs> That's even worse. I'll just seize out. Nobody will ever get me. Nah. People behind me aren't going to help. No, they're not going to help. They're going to tell you to shut up. They're going to throw popcorn at you. Oh, no. That's what I would do if I ate popcorn. So this year has been, uh, been interesting for the most part. Yeah. It's been some good. Been some bad. Some really bad. Yeah. And, and not even really the, you know, the movie sense of stuff. You're just overall. Yeah, just you're kind of sucked. I had, you know, before we talk about oh, this. Oh, God, here we go. I last night, for some reason, I'm still like super torn up about Bowie. Yeah, he's dead. I was like weeping last night, but I don't know why. It just like happened. Well, maybe with the concussion, you forgot. <laughs> it actually has been a problem. I've been like, I know. I've been forgetting stuff. I, I am well aware. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I did read a thing that like I, I'm like more emotional because I'm dealing with. Oh God, that's all I know, we need. Right? Is Isn't it more great? Emotional. Oh, this Jesus. is a perfect time for me to watch a new Woody Allen. Oh my God, have you watched the Amazon series yet? No, I, that's what I'm saying. It's perfect time yeah, for me to watch it. I haven't it. watched it yet either. Need to do that sometime. So, before I go with best and worst, I have a separate category that I did that Kyle did not do. But I can add some to it. You can add some to it, and I think mostly you probably agree. It is the wait, we watched that category. These are movies that I honestly forgot that we watched. <laughs> There's a lot that I forgot we watched. I forgot either that we watched them, or I thought that they were like one to two years old. Number one is Warcraft. I remember I that. don't remember, and this isn't just the concussion, because I remember I talked about this before, about about that I couldn't remember anything from that movie. I just remember not understanding. Some of these that we mentioned, by the way, might show up on my list, just so you're aware. And yeah, second, I have Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry is definitely on there. I thought it came on like 2014. Yeah? Just, I don't know. I mean, it was cool at the time. It was a cool experience. I enjoyed watching it in the theater. That's all it was. It was an experience. Yeah. It wasn't really, really a movie. There's nothing more, like, the only part of it that I think... It felt like a Universal Studios ride. Yeah, the only thing about it that I thought was good and, like, well done was the characters. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly the one guy. That... Henry? No, not Henry. Oh, the other guy. The yeah, kid. I can't remember his name. I don't remember his name. But I thought he was fun, and I thought the villain of just how fucking over the top it was, that was really it's fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's worth a watch once that's but that's it yeah it's very generic plot number three i have captain america civil war yeah again just forgot that that was a thing that i yeah. experienced i know people love that movie they gave it high praise they just added it back to netflix or not back to netflix but added it to netflix thought about re-watching it just to kind of see i just didn't care that whole movie i did not care well it's the problem with the marvel movies now is that everything's just a setup for the next movie yeah there's really no beginning and end to a movie anymore with them no yeah, there wasn't much of a war 
four in it. And even though Spider-Man was really cool in the movie. It didn't do anything in the movie. Yeah, in the trailers. I'm sorry, but I think the Homecoming trailer was terrible. I'm not looking forward to that one. It made me not want to see the movie now. Well, and a good point with Civil War, they made an Ant-Man movie to build up to Civil War, and then he's doesn't do anything. Very bizarre. It was a weird movie. The Ant-Man movie was good, but did you really need him in the avengers because you just gave him his moment where he became big which was never established in the movies that he could do by the way i am interested on what exactly they're going to do with him from because now that we're getting into like infinity gauntlet territory what are you gonna do with him well they're supposed to do that ant-man and wasp movie though i think the standalone movies are are good but and then with Civil War, one thing that's really baffling of going back and really thinking about it is how, in my opinion, of course, don't fucking email me. Email him. I think that the fight the fight scene on like the tarmac was just god awful. Yeah. Why are you gonna have? Let's compare this to say Avengers, because honestly, this is a fucking Avengers movie. It yeah, wasn't really. A it's not Captain America movie at all. No. Think of all the craziness, the fights, the set pieces everything but then in this it's just on an empty tarmac (laughs) this is like the royal rumble people come in they get a pop they hit their spots they go home that was civil war and then just captain america not really having an argument on his side i'm sorry but he doesn't everybody team team captain america though no he's a dick Mabuki. Mabuki. That's all it was. I didn't enjoy it. I don't. I say I don't like comic book movies. You'll see that I'm kind of wrong on that. They can be good. Yeah. Because I did. I did really like a couple this year. Now I just don't really find myself looking forward to them necessarily. Because there's too fucking many. Take it back to wrestling. They do two pay per views a month. I don't care how much I like it. It's too much. I just don't care. I tune out. Number four. I forgot that we watched Magnificent Seven. See, I did remember that. I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. It's just kind of forgettable. It's a good afternoon tea movie to me. Yeah, it is, it is one I will probably watch again. It's like a That's grandpa simple. movie too. A movie you can watch with your grandpa. Oh yeah, it's a western. So, you know, it's not bad. But it just, you know, it doesn't really crack my top ten. So on to the actual best of the year. Kyle, yeah. would you like to start out with your number ten? I Sure. Number ten, best of the year, is The Big F. A movie that no one has seen or heard of, but it's great. See, The Big F, here's the thing. I did not put that on my list. Spoiler. Just because I cannot remember if that actually did debut this year or not. I think so. Okay. Because it was the first screening. Because the Big F and also another movie that I didn't put on here, which I did want to talk about a little bit, is The Lobster. I didn't put that on there because we didn't Should see we it. Get, our criteria is we had to see it in the theater. Yeah. We did not see The Lobster in the theater or it would absolutely yeah, I, I, been in it would have been in my top, top three. three. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't see it in theater, so I don't qualify that. Kind of same as Big F. I still is one of the best movies. The drive-in is a theater, though. We did see it at the drive-in. Well, yeah, I'm not saying the criteria for like theater excludes the drive-in, but I just wasn't 100% sure on when that came out. If I'm not mistaken, when we saw it, they said it was the debut of The Big F. So I'm going to assume that minute came out in 2016. I'll sneak that in. It was like my 10.2. The Big F, it's not a great movie, but I enjoyed it for what it was, which was like a fuck you to Bigfoot movies, which if you haven't heard our interview with the director, definitely do, because it's... He's great. I love Brian Papandria. I want to see more of his stuff. I absolutely loved his character of Maverick. Maverick is the reason this broke by top 10. Oh, 
yeah. Because that character is fucking amazing. He's great and he holds the movie together it's, in a comedic sense that's not overbearing and is also fun. You enjoy the ride that you're taking with Maverick instead of... Maverick yeah. takes over the movie. Really, this is Maverick's movie. It kind of reminds me of... Not Bigfoot and his tiny penis. Well, I think that we... T- <laughs> I think we talked about it during our Big F review of it reminds me a lot just the character kind of taking the reins of the movie of the Evil Dead series with Ash. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have a character that's that over the top and crazy, and you, regardless of the scenarios you're putting him in, it's fun. That's the big thing of the Big F. It was a fun movie. What's your number 10? My number 10, I think, is going to shock you. I bet it won't. My number 10 is Girl on the Train. That doesn't shock me at all. Really? I knew it would make well, your top yeah. 10. Because you won't stop talking about, I, th- I think I like it. Well, okay. This is one that I did rewatch because I rewatched a few of these. And on the second viewing, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit more. I completely get the flaws. There's a lot there's, of flaws. There's a lot of flaws. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie by any means. I'd say the flaws aren't in the acting or the script. Her portrayal of her character, what's her name? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Was so good that i cannot dislike the movie she's the only one that made it bearable to watch it's just it's one of the best performances i've seen of her and it's one of the best female performances i've seen maybe in the last five years really yes i think it is fantastic her performance is fantastic because you really get she like gets lost in the character to me the flaws are just in the cinematography and direction yeah cinematography direction and there's parts where it gets very stagnant yeah quite a bit there's a lot of potential with girl on a train but it's weird i just can't uh i just keep going back to it you know it's a new your new gone girl it's not my new gone girl i broke down and i watched gone girl again this year not similar in story but i think they're similar in tone yeah and i think that's honestly another reason why i like it so much because it reminds me of gone girl which if i'm going by like how many like how many times you're single what it's a good thing you're single oh gone girl and girl on a train (laughs) yeah maybe you should not date gone girl it's we if we went by how many times i've seen a movie consecutively what do you mean by consecutively like not obviously like in a row that's what consecutive means well more of a broader term of consecutively you can't just change the meaning of a word then how many gross viewings okay that's not consecutive at all just so how many times you've watched a movie yeah over the over a certain time frame oh my god all right how many times have you watched gone girl let's see in 2016 in 2016 hmm Probably like six. That's not a lot. I don't think that's that bad. No. Three of which were in the period of like a month. I mean, that's probably like some mental issues you might have. No, it's really good. Well, okay. So I watched it again and then I was reading this thing on the cinematography of it. And I remember this really cool spot that somebody was writing about. And so I was like, I have to watch it again so I can fucking see this part in Gone Girl that is really crazy. It was really cool. It's it's fantastic movie. I wish we would have been doing the podcast when we saw it. Would have been fucking four hours of me talking about Gone Girl. I hadn't started yet. At the time, well, maybe not at the time. Mm. Like right afterwards. Because there's just so much to process yeah. from that movie. I don't know. Because if we were doing the podcast, then that would have been like episode one or two. And it would have sucked. Ooh, yeah, so it would have been, been garbage. I don't care what people say. We, we're we not much better now. But we're a hell of a lot better than we were a year and a half ago. Go listen to Inside Out. I had somebody that... Don't. Really don't? No, don't. I had somebody that was like, yeah, listen to Inside Out. And you're pretty much like the same. I took offense to it. I was like, you go fuck yourself. That's insulting. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs>
it's still crazy to me that Straight Out of Compton is still our most popular episode. That's right. I don't know why. That movie didn't age well to me. No, not at all. I keep that's another. I keep forgetting. It's one of those it. at the time enjoyed it. But like if I were to try and watch it, I would would not hold my interest at all. I think it's kind of like the Doors movie. It does yeah. not hold my interest. But I just I, can't watch it. But again, I admire yeah. it as a great music biopic it's like the same thing i don't know what it is. am i ever gonna see straight out of content i admire the performances as a biopic it kind yeah. of uh yeah. skews away from a lot of facts and also i remember i forgot to talk about it during the straight out of content <laughs> you remember something a year and a half later go yeah. for it i we never talked about how they didn't include do you remember when dr dre started that like neo soul group mm-hmm. that was not in the movie no a lot why of sh- wasn't that in the movie a lot of shit that would have been movie. amazing because that has the best fucking dr dre quote or well not necessarily quote but like story of when he went up to uh fuck i can't remember i think it was like snoop or something like that and he had the album it was just like just got pressed so it was fucking dr dre in like his suit like old school doo-wop outfit and dr gray just goes this is my legacy yeah not so 100 serious <laughs> oh god so what's your number nine uh my number nine is star trek beyond okay, okay, okay. a movie that's i don't you know it kind of fell under the radar for me after watching it but going through the list i just remembered i saw it and just remembered how much i liked it and how much i liked the new characters that they created how much i really liked uh the checkoff so i hope to see him and more stuff i just really enjoyed is it too soon is it too soon <laughs> Oh, no. I know a lot of diehard Star Trek fans. A lot of a lot of like diehard fans don't like these new movies because of the direction they took them. I enjoy them a lot for what they are. Sometimes performing, you know, like yeah, they hit and miss on some stuff, but I think they found their groove, and I really, really enjoyed Star Trek Beyond. I think her name's—I don't remember the new character's name, but I really liked her a lot. She kind of stole the show from these all these established characters, except for when Kirk like did his fucking clone motorcycles it's pretty sick it was pretty awesome it was ridiculous yeah but this is what star trek is go watch shatner and nimoy and tell me that they were grounded in reality and seriousness well yeah i mean the newer star trek movies really encapsulate the initial campiness of the star trek series and put them in a more modern action setting which i really enjoy tonally they're like the same yeah honestly there may be a little bit more serious than the original say what you want but they don't have not introduced fucking tribbles yet and evil kirk and it's just wearing a goatee actually i think in star trek beyond or not beyond uh star trek into darkness into darkness i think there is a tribble in the background in the tribbles are in the universe kyle that's fine i'm just saying they didn't have a plot i don't remember what scene it is i'm pretty sure that there's tribbles i enjoyed it quite a bit to each their own with those but i liked it so your number nine my number nine is gods of egypt all right because all right (laughs) go ahead let me explain all right gods of egypt is not a good movie at all at all there's no way that you can watch it and say wow that had a cohesive plot because it doesn't no it's like watching the scorpion king but that's why i like it i i rewatched gods of egypt why Why would you do that? I rewatched Gods of Egypt and I had a fucking blast watching it because it's so fucking bad. It's bad, but I can't be mad at the actors because they're trying their hardest with this just this terrible roles, this terrible plot. It was just 
fun and i oh god it's fun for the wrong reasons though but i still i still love it though i still genuinely enjoy that movie it's just so it's so bad (laughs) bad. honestly yeah one of the worst movies we've ever seen in the theater yeah you know scorpion king is a really good example of just think of scorpion king and like the mummy three because that was a thing I always forget that the mummy. There was, a, was there was one there. Yeah, those movies are terrible, but they're fun to watch because of, you're just being assaulted by just tomfoolery and a visual. Just form. do stip- stupidity, and it's great. I have to put it. I didn't want because I can't justify putting it on the worst because I can't say it's the worst because I had so much fun watching it. All right, all right. I just it's so good. God. All right, all right. <laughs> That's why I'm so excited for Great Wall. Oh God! I want the Great Wall to be 2017. Is shaping up to be pure shit. Pure shit. I just showed like in the trailer for the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> There's a Chips movie, Baywatch, uh, and then Power the Kong Rangers. movie, which has like such a shitty trailer. Kong. I think the trailer for Kong is terrible. However, the new to be excited for a movie this year, if you want to be excited, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's kind of a given. The new Planet of the Apes looks so good. It does look good. I love the new Planet of the Apes movies. You know what doesn't look good? Rings. No. Rings looks bad. It's a lot. A lot of shit this year. Stay tuned. What are we on? Are we on number eight? We're on number eight. Okay, what's your number eight? Uh, Deadpool is my number eight movie. Early in the year, it would have been a lot higher, but it's dropped a little because as much as I enjoyed it, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Just because... Not that it wouldn't hold up, but I don't think it would be as funny and impactful. Not impactful. The movie wasn't impactful, but... I was going to say, that's a weird... I don't think it would be as funny and would hold my attention as yeah. much. But when I really think of like a comic book movie that got the character right, I really go to Deadpool. The Deadpool I liked from the comics. Not the Chimichanga motherfucker, which I know some of you guys like. I think this movie sucks because... Oh, yeah, by way. I hate that Deadpool. I hate the newer Deadpool. <laughs> The Daniel Way Deadpool is really annoying, especially with... There's this one where it's like half of a graphic novel where he's just like a pirate in space. And it's just boring. I don't think it's just funny. Can't stand that shit at all. But Ryan Reynolds did a fantastic job. He redeemed himself from the last time he played Deadpool. And the last time he played a superhero. He finally did it right. I thought he worked well. Uh, If I had one downfall of Deadpool is that it opened the floodgates to force superhero movies to be (laughs) R-rated. Deadpool needed to be R-rated. I wouldn't say necessarily force, but just kind of steering the ship in the direction of now being... No, I say forced. I mean, they look at movies like Suicide Squad and stuff that changed because of... Yeah, but it didn't change to an R rating. The only thing that did was Batman vs. Superman. Which I don't even know where they put anything R rated in that fucking piece of shit. But Deadpool worked. Even if you didn't like Deadpool and don't like comic books, I think you could still find some enjoyment if you like juvenile humor. Done right. This isn't just fart and dick jokes. Like, they have a place. T.J. Miller's great. A Negasonic Teenage Warhead. You gave the world Negasonic Teenage Warhead. T.J. Did you know, T.J. Miller is, like, super, super star right now. I know. It's weird. It is weird. Really weird. I mean, I'm super happy for him. I love T.J. He is great. But it's just weird to see somebody, like, a stand-up that no one had heard of that I liked. Like, I remember it was a big deal when I was, like, in Transformers. I was like, that's T.J. Miller. People are like, who? And I'm like. I was freaking out because I I was like how the fuck did yeah, he how did get he in get a transformers yeah. movie look at this fucker now yeah whatever more power to it mm-hmm. my number eight is dr strange dr strange yes 
Yes. Um, I loved it a lot. I thought it was great. The only reason why it's down, eh, not necessarily like low on the list. I want to give it another watch and see if I like it as much on the second viewing because I had a lot of fun with it in the theater. I'm just not 100% sure if that was just from a viewing in a theater standpoint or from a cohesive plot and love stuff standpoint. With me having fun in a theater and actually watching a comic book movie I enjoyed, definitely. A Doctor Strange movie could have been bad. Oh, yeah. Really all fucking the, bad. All the possibility to just be dog shit. And then it, Doctor Strange, honestly, come on. Did we really deserve to have the greatest actress of our generation in a comic book movie? No. No. You need to be fucking happy about that. That you know, shit happened. Oh, but she's white, dude. <laughs> God damn it. She's so good. Do you good. not understand oh the greatness God. of this woman? <laughs> Shut oh, up. Yeah. I loved her. I didn't want her to die. She's great in her role. I yeah, think because I mean, I mean, of how great she is, it made that a sad moment. Yeah, you know. Oh, are we talking about spoilers? Are we spoiling stuff? We've already talk? done episodes on all of these. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, if you didn't We've know, we've already spoil spoiled. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so yeah, it, she did have a death in the movie that was actually kind of hard. Mm -hmm. Not like super hard, but just as, as, a, as a viewer being like, oh, I like I hate that. to see that character go. Yeah. yeah. And I think that the overall direction visually of the movie with all of the Inception-like craziness, I thought was very well well made, well thought out, and well executed. I liked it quite a bit. Yep. Excited for the for the rest of them. Are you excited for him to be in <laughs> Thor Ragnarok? Not really. He apparently has a really big role in that. Yeah, the only the, I'm not a fan of Thor. So the only couple of kind of downfalls of the movie that I have is the Iron Manning of his personality. I didn't really like. Yeah, came off as but that's weird. what people. Like, they tend to do that with a lot of superheroes. And the fact that there were some pacing problems where it just kind of got a little muddy at times, or you weren't real sure where the plot was going. The ending kind of felt a little rushed. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I liked it quite a bit. What do you got at, uh, where are we at, seven? Number yeah. seven, I have The Magnificent Seven. Of course. Of not intentional. <laughs> Not intentional at all. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. The original is one of my favorite movies. Well, not one of my favorite. I've always had a soft spot for it. Every character in this movie played their role perfectly. And they all went together. Although they made a great unit. Ethan Hawke was fantastic. Oh, Ethan Hawke stole the show. But everybody felt like they had a purpose and a point. And this just shootout movie. Well, and also, Magnificent Seven was great because out of all of the movies that we watched this year, the movie to get, like, subtle plot character development right was, was a, Magnificent Was a Seven. movie that was just built. It's a Western Mad Max. Yeah. But That's really what this movie is. <laughs> like, Ethan Hawke's character is, like, really... I don't want to say necessarily super deep, but, but pretty deep. And yeah. then you have Denzel and Billy. I don't remember the actor's name. Yeah. Chris. It's really good. I If you like Westerns and you want like an old Western throwback, Magnificent Seven is, it's the one for you. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Not forgettable to me. Take that. Like, put that in your little concussed pipe. Smoke it. <laughs> so number seven, I have another movie, again, that I've rewatched. 
And on a second viewing, I liked it more, but I still have a lot of problems. 10 Cloverfield Lane. I have it on here because it was great. I would imagine that's why it's on there. Despite the ending, which on the second viewing made me angrier. Yeah, I do not like the ending at all. Should not in any way, shape, or form. It just didn't didn't fit. Here's the thing. If you are are watching 10 Cloverfield Lane for the second time, turn it off when she goes outside. It makes it so much better. Where we wish it would have ended. Like, I went to, when I watched it again, I went to the point where I was like, why isn't it in here? When... Again, we're going to spoil the end of the movie. We've already spoiled it. Just let people know. When she goes out and she sees the aliens, if you just end it there, it's perfect. It's like, oh my God, it's so good. Uh, Instead, you have your diehard actions. (laughs) Everything despite that, you know, fucking Mary Elizabeth Winstead, you beautiful angel. You are so good in this movie. And whatever the redneck guy was. Uh, Redneck guy was really good. I don't don't know what his actor's name, but he was really good. And then John Goodwin was fucking amazing one of the best performances he's given in god like decades come on it's great yeah so i'm hopeful that split like Mm. the setting it does look very reminiscent hopefully mcavoy can (laughs) carry that movie with 23 different roles well but it's also the uh i think he can do it will it work well we like buy into it well here's the thing i could see that going the route at least to me, of like it's, Girl it on the is Train. Nice We're going to train. The reason why I like it so much is just because one character and one performance. I see Split kind of going the same way. It still is an M. Night movie. Yeah. What if the twist is there really are 23 different people? Oh, and they're all the exact same. Oh, my God. What if they're like in the bottom of like a science facility that's doing DNA testing? That's my worries because it's M. Night that there's going to be some stupid. Well, I don't know because in the trailer, didn't he switch personalities while he was talking to somebody or did that not happen? I don't know. I think it was edited to make it look that way. Oh, God. That could be the twist. Oh, no. So we'll see. That's a fuck you. It's January movie. Well, we got, what were we at? Six? Uh, my number six, six is yeah. Doctor Strange. Going back to what we said like two seconds ago, it's the performances. It's a superhero movie that isn't acted like a superhero movie. I, I also enjoyed how it talked about kind of Eastern spirituality and overall kind of what you determine as like psychedelia yeah. thoughts. But it didn't like necessarily talk down on that and it presented it in a way that your average audience is going to grasp. The movie didn't feel like jargon and bullshit to move the plot along. Like he wasn't bit by a radioactive fucking <laughs> insect. It felt grounded, like a grounded superhero movie. It was like Deadpool, obviously not. Captain America, that's too campy. But in like a bad way. Like this still has its comedic moments, but like they work. They feel natural. The first Captain America movie is one of my favorite superhero movies because it is so campy. Winter Soldier is really good. Still haven't seen Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is pretty good. I loved the first Captain America. But then, yeah, the third one is like, oh, this is just sterile, you know? Yeah. Civil War. (laughs) Boring. What's your six? Deadpool. I have it a little higher because... I have a lot of rewatch out of this. I've watched it a couple times since it came out. Again, going back, I don't know. I'm starting to see a trend here. My trend is there's a performance I really like. I apparently really like that movie, despite everything else. Because really, it's his performance that carries that movie. Because if you look at Deadpool, it does not have the best plot. It, really it doesn't really have a plot all that much. <laughs> and that's kind of a problem, especially in... 
it's hard for Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool to completely carry a movie, which luckily he didn't do because like Negasonic Teenage Warhead was great. The guy that played Francis, Francis, TJ Miller. No, oh, no, let's talk about. That. Oh, the, ba- the I, yeah, but fuck that. I, I didn't really care that much about that. He was just there for joke fodder. Yeah, I thought I thought all the characters were great. The plot, not so much. It was yeah. a very generic. But it felt like a comic yeah. book movie. It didn't take itself too seriously. Just too many of them do. It doesn't always work. Doctor Strange, that worked for me. Mm-hmm. Well, Incredible certain, Hulk and Thor, there's it doesn't wo- work for you know, me. Here's the thing, though. Are you talking about the Ang Lee Incredible Hulk? I'm talking about any of the Incredible I will Hulk defend, movies. I will defend... I'll go out on record You're right going to defend the Ang Lee? I 100% am going to defend the Ang Lee It's such Hulk. a shitty movie. It's really not, though. It is. It's not that bad. It's pretty fucking bad. But it's not the worst. It's not because the worst, Because what he no. wanted to do with it, it just didn't translate transition well with the time i one billion percent kyle i think that if angley would have made that same hulk movie today he could have done it where it was actually good well he didn't and it sucks didn't suck it sucked there's a lot about it that sucked but i thought that the what they tried to do with bruce banner struggling with the hulk and struggling with all the internal issues i thought was really good most of the other stuff sucked it's, it's a pretty shitty movie <laughs> i will fucking defend it. i don't know why because i think that angley had something could have been a thousand times better than it was well yeah so that's how you're saying it's good is because it could have been better no 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 okay i understand i'm saying it in a, in a weird way you're like well if they would have made it 20 years later you'd see why it was good no like, no, that no doesn't okay. work I think that, okay, I don't think it's a good movie. It's not. But I can defend Ang Lee over how he tried to perceive Bruce Banner and the Hulk because I think it was really good. And I think that if he could have had a second opportunity to build more on kind of the psychological nature of what was happening with Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Maybe he should have done that in the first movie. I think that Ang Lee should have just made The Incredible Hulk an art movie. Well, because no one would have watched that. And that's the reason why I think most people really, really hate the original one is because it is, it's like half a fucking art movie and half of it's a stupid action movie. He should have gone full on art movie with it. No one would have watched that. I know, but I would have watched it and I thought. Uh, you. Like, you would have been the only person that would have watched So that's really the only reason why I still defend it is it's from the nature it's the same thing as people that me defending Angling's Hulk is the same as people defending Fantastic Four people defend that oh yeah any of them oh yeah fucking idiots and it's because of you know he would have actually made it kind of a body horror kind of dark see I think that's such a shit argument I'll defend it because if he would have made it a different movie it would have been good well no it's more so if he would have had the creative freedom to do what he originally wanted to do have made it kind of the body horror movie instead of fox controlling him that's every studio does that i know but this one an art movie of hulk will never happen i know (laughs) i'm okay with it because i really like how they have bruce banner and hulk in the modern marvel cinematic i'll see if you feel that way after thor ragnarok (laughs) maybe i don't know because they're talking if they do fucking like planet hulk Ooh, that'd be sick. They're not going to. They're not going It's to. not going to happen. Well, you never know. Well, you got a number five. Number five, I have Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. See, that was one I wanted to put on the list, but I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent to it. Why do you have it on your best? Because I'm so high. 
because I it's one of the movies I enjoyed the most this year. It was silly fun. I thought they did a good job with the source material. Every time a head blew up, like it's still <laughs> oh, great because yeah, it, really it is one I have watched again. I like the characters. I like the wittiness. I like the Doctor Who guy in it. Yeah, he was not super annoying. I liked him a lot. I thought it was very fun. Being a zo- fan of zombie movies for the most that's I know that's a broad term nowadays. I don't mean all of them. Calm the fuck down. But and also Jane Austen and the the book of Pride and Purchase of Zombies. I thought they did a good job and made it what it is. I know a lot of people shit on it, but I think people went in thinking it was going to be a period piece zombie movie and not getting that it's a comedy. And I think people were turned off by how much it did rely on the source material and how much it is. It is 100% Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) It's just Pride and Prejudice. And I I love Jane Austen. I love Pride and Prejudice. I enjoyed this movie a lot. I know I'm one of the few people anywhere that will put it anywhere near a best of list. So I like to quite a bit it was just certain things i feel bad saying this but like too silly for me so they worked for me or kind of took me out of it um i mean it's zombies and pride and prejudice i also didn't really like the end of it the kind you know where like mr darcy is saving jane because they're bombing the city i didn't really like that it's in the book hmm? it's in the book oh that's right it is in the book. and there's it, there is a sequel so hopefully that makes sense and sensibility what, and sea monsters what was the time what was the second book no 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 no, no. Oh. In, in like actual Pride and Prejudice. Oh, that I don't know. Because I guess that's why it kind of took me out. Because, see, I never read the book of Pride and Prejudice of Zombies. I didn't know what it's they changed good. and stuff. They didn't change a whole lot. They took some liberties to make it work. Well, because the city bombing thing, I'm just trying to remember what that even, or if that was just something they completely super made up instead of kind of transposing into a zombie universe from. I don't think that's don't taken anything. from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, because Pride and Prejudice at the end is just like, oh, Mr. Darcy, I love you. And he's like, oh, I love you too. <laughs> I mean, this is like an action movie, though. I rewatch. Speaking of Pride and Prejudice, I rewatch the Kira Knightley one. Guess yeah. what? Still super rules. So good. There's like a million different oh, versions of Pride and Prejudice. Well, I see. I watched that because I recently watched the BBC miniseries they did. I thought that was pretty good too. I didn't like the dude that played Mister Darcy. Though. Yeah, see, that's a killer. That is a killer for me. Darcy's God, pretty fucking that. important it's character. Kinda, it's the same as uh, Wuthering Heights. Like, if you don't have a good Heathcliff. Mm. Nope. Homie ain't gonna play with that. No. I ain't gonna play with it if you ain't got a fucking top tier Heathcliff. Let's listen to us. And he, the, the thing is though, so bad right now. <laughs> with the Keira Knightley, I do kind of agree. Okay, Keira Knightley is one of my favorite actresses. I think she's absolutely fantastic. Okay, is that weird? Is that a weird thing for me to say? She's in a lot of shit. Yeah, she's great. No, I mean she's in a lot of shit. Have you seen Domino? Oh, you yeah. Tell but... me she's fucking great in Domino. <laughs> she's what. <laughs> You're going to tell me she's not just a fucking wooden plank that speaks every now and then in the Pirates Pirates movies? I wouldn't say that. I think she has a lot of character in that. The best thing she ever did was in The Phantom Menace. What? Keira Knightley? Was she in Phantom Menace? Was she... The other Padme. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I could be making that up, but that. I'm pretty sure... Are you sure? Pretty, okay. Her and Natalie Portman used to look I a lot alike. I love Keira Knightley Cop. All right. I think she is. She's no Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't fucking hate her. I think that she is great in the movie. However, I kind of agree with something that kind of sounds bad. In the trivia on IMDb of Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley, they talk about how originally they weren't going to cast her because she was too pretty. Kind of agree. She's too pretty. I don't think she's too pretty. Again, I'll go back to Domino. You can ugly her up. Domino's (laughs) fucking terrible. We should watch it. We should do Domino sometime. But the thing is, holy fuck. Liz is. 
like Liz isn't supposed to be like the prettiest of the family. Like the prettiest is supposed to be Jane, basically. Yeah. But Kira Knightley. Ooh, I don't know though. I should cross Kristen Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Oh God. Hey, she was fucking Snow White. Come on, it couldn't work. Oh, that's right. Remember, she was prettier than Charlize Theron. Oh. I don't know what <laughs> fucking magical world Snow White takes place <laughs> in, but even there. That is know. bullshit. Kristen Stewart's pretty pretty foxy, though. Charlie's there. I want Kristen Stewart to play... No, you don't. She what? can't act. I think she... <laughs> she think... cannot act. I think she can act in, like, certain roles. She can't. If you give... Think about this. Let's give Kristen Stewart a performance of where she has to play somebody that's, like, really fucked up on, like, quaaludes. So Adventureland. Oh, that's right. See, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I heard she's good because she has to be monotone and bland. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make you a good actor. It makes you a good, uh, what's the term when they only... Say she's a character actor? No, not character actor. (laughs) Typecast. She just needs to be typecasted as... Drug she needs to be typecasted times. as somebody that works the drive-through. She needs at a Wendy's. to play Amy Winehouse in an Amy Winehouse documentary or biopic. She already played Joan Jett, didn't she? Did she do Joan Jett? Ooh, I didn't think it was her that did Joan Jett. I, well, she was in that movie. She's in The Runaways, correct? Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that. I have no idea. I don't care enough to look it up. Okay. Fuck where were we? Fuck I don't even up. know where I am anymore. You're number five. Okay, number five. Uh, THG Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows because it ruled so hard. I was talking Suck about my balls. Of, it's a, not a good movie. Pure fucking nostalgia, though. It's everything we wanted. I thought it was great. I thought the guy, you know, I wish that. Seamus, come on. Yeah, come on. Fucking Seamus. And of course, I wish that CM Punk would have been Casey Jones. Uh, Stephen Mel did a good job, though. He did. The big problem with him is just the, the Casey Jones that he played wasn't really Casey Jones. No. But I think in the movie universe, you can take the liberties to change it enough I mean, to where it still fits. You made April O'Neil just a fucking vapid, terrible... Now, he, here's the thing, though. I don't like Megan Fox. I don't think that Megan Fox was that bad as April O'Neil in she, both of these movies. She really wasn't she's that She's not bad. terrible. Because she can act. It's just that she's used more she, so. It's just... Look, I got I boobs. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Bay. She's been bade. Well, you had a four. You got that four. Uh, four, I have 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. The ending almost knocked it down a lot more because I hate it. That's really the biggest reason why it knocked down. hate it, but the two lead performances are so fucking good, and this movie is so tense. I think that's why I hate the ending. This is a tense fucking movie. Yeah, it just ruins it. You just don't know where it's going, you don't know what's working, and then it's like they had this cool movie, and then the studio's like, better put a fucking alien in there. You seen Independence Day? We want you to do that. Oh, that's right, we didn't see that this year either. Nope, thank God. (laughs) That would have been on the worst of, I guarantee it. Or my, oh, we watched that. No. Yeah. We didn't watch it. I don't know why, but I think we just had shit going on and missed it. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> no. But 10 Cloverfield Lane, I think, is a forgotten movie. I think it's been overlooked. I think the 10 Cloverfield Lane would be great to watch a fan edit of. Take out the last 10 minutes. Well, take out the last 10 minutes. There, it, there are some things during the initial movie that I think could be taken out or tweaked a bit. I think the runtime is a little long for my liking. I think if you can take out like 15 minutes as well as the ending, I think it'd be a perfect runtime. Because there's a couple places where it just kind of lulls. Yeah, but see, I think the lulls work because the whole movie you're trying to figure out if John Goodman is a good person or not. Is the redneck a good person or not? This movie really keeps you on your toes. And at the end, you still really don't know. And then there's fucking aliens. It's like you didn't need the... Well, yeah, it's, you know, there's, the, there's aliens and then she turns into a weird action hero. Out of nowhere. Oh, it, it just didn't fit. It, not that I'm against 
her being an action character in an action movie, but I am because the thing. That's right. Ooh, I forgot that she is. Ooh, but was that her fault though? No, no. The ending to this felt like Studio Medley. Yeah, and it it obviously was. So it could have been a great movie. I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, like you. If I were when I rewatch it, I would just stop when she leaves. Dude, I'm telling you, watch it, and then when she leaves, because she looks up and she sees it. Just stop it. Yeah. It's so perfect. Because that's where it should have ended. And when it did, we, I think it's so angry because it's like, why did you, why did you ruin this movie? And while it was happening of her like Molotov and the alien, I was like, what the fuck is going on? This like, is the movie why that's this caused us in the theater when Lincoln's like, it's pretty good. I'm like, just wait, just wait. Then can fucking kill it. Mm-hmm. Could ruin this movie. And this is the reason why. It didn't ruin it for me. Because the performance is so fucking solid and the writing was so solid. And then you can tell that that end, that's someone else's doing. Yeah, it was super tacked on. It's like, hey, we've got to tie this into Cloverfield. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. You did it was t- tied in enough to where you hear about... By the title. Yeah. And you hear the news. It's just this weird universe where shit goes wrong. That's all you fucking need. Which, you know, I'm still excited for when it, cause I think they still are going to be doing Cloverfield. That's supposedly this year. Yeah. We'll see. If, I, if it's helmed like this, I think it will be fine. However, let's keep out the super duper ending and whatever. Yeah. Didn't like that at all. Other than that, it was, it was great. So where are we at now? We You're at? number four. How can you four. not fucking count? You can cuss, son of a bitch. God, I can't remember where we are. Oh my God. There's a paper in front of you. But I can't really see it because you told, I can't because you kept moving it around and i kept moving it and then he yelled at me so i just left it where it was but i can't really see it how blind are you number i don't have my reading glasses it's number four number Number four four. star trek beyond i loved it i initially didn't think it was the best out of the three but now again i watched it again and it's definitely i yeah enjoyed it by far the most out of the three it's they like progressed from film to film for me which is pretty impressive and i'm so excited for the new series and just everything i don't know it's just a great sci-fi action movie and i understand you know i get why a lot of star trek fans don't like them uh lighten up it's bound to be better than the other sci-fi action movie that's coming out this year speaking of that we've both seen the trailer you know what movie i'm talking about uh wait alien covenant oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay what are your thoughts on the trailer i'm very excited because and this is not me just because I'm obsessed with Alien. Alien Covenant, the thing about the trailer that I liked so much was it looks like they are going back to the suspenseful horror aspect of the first Alien, but also adding in a little bit of the craziness of Aliens. And hopefully it transitions well. I am in the minority where I still think Prometheus was great, but I don't want it to be like Prometheus necessarily. I would like it to be more like a hybrid of Alien and Alien. I think the visuals are great. I think using the character from Prometheus, that for some, I can't remember right now, but the android, I think him having a prominent role in it is very good because I think he was really the most solid thing about Prometheus. It was just mm-hmm. his character. And I'm really interested in how they're going to do the body horror aspect you know of alien because in it it looks like they're going like full out well this is my problem with the trailer this is fan service the trailer see i'm okay with that in the trailer though because this is for the trailer showed me nothing (sighs) well that's why i don't like the trailer showed nothing that i haven't seen before in an alien movie but i think that's good see i don't i think it's a reassurance to aliens fans of we understand what you want and we're going to build on that and not necessarily cater to you so you're, you're you're giving them too much faith 
Or I'm, giving them, a a lot, I'm giving them a lot of, of We're just going to go through the motions and hit the things you want to see. See, that's where it could be. That's my big worry with it. Because you know another trailer that looked good for an alien movie? It was Resurrection. I knew you were going to say Resurrection. I just, I just didn't want to say it. So I'm hopeful for it, but that trailer didn't show me... I can see it didn't show me anything in the new movie. Like to me, the trailer was them talking to me and saying, I know you love this series. We know what the series is about. We're going to deliver a good movie to you. But again, it could be pandering. It It could could, just be. I saw it as what movies do anymore. It's pandering and they're just going to be like a soft reboot. We're just going to show you the shit that you want to see. But the thing is, though, with Alien, I honestly, I'd be 100% okay with a soft reboot of Alien, of it just being a, a new tale where it is basically Alien, but just different people and different. Because I think that's what the series the series needs to go back to. I mean, honestly, like we, you as know, much, you know, it's probably gonna suck. You were that's aware, why I have to well be aware. Of that's this why one. I have to be hopeful. That is a movie. I just want to let you know right now. Listen to this. If I hate that movie, you're gonna fucking hate that episode. I'm gonna bitch for probably an hour and a half. So it's I gonna be X Men. You act like you've never bitched for an well, hour. Well, yeah, and a half. I'm. J- I'm just saying that's gonna be my 2017. That w- 100%. I don't like that movie. That will be my 2017 X Men. Not a Power Rangers or Baywatch. No, I don't give a shit about that. So fucking excited for Baywatch. I Baywatch is gonna be fun. I don't really care about Power Rangers because I don't have like super emotional investment in it. It's <laughs> always sucked. <laughs> It's always been shit. I like the old. I like the newer, like Super Sentai, like, like the the Japanese ones and stuff. And like I love Kamen Rider a lot, but I don't have like super investment over Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because it sucks. It's never been good. Yeah, I grew. I liked it too. It sucks. It's okay. Just accept it. Yeah, Alien Covenant. If it sucks, oh Jesus. The way I see it is the track record with remakes or long-awaited sequels has not been good. Well, really my biggest thing is that, and I'll probably get some flack for this, but if it is the same quality as Prometheus, I'll be happy with it. Again, I really like Prometheus. I think it gets a lot more shit than it really deserves. Where I think that comes from, too, though, is Prometheus was marketed as something it wasn't. Yeah. The trailers were something it really wasn't. If you go in thinking that it's going to be like Aliens, then you're going to have a bad time. Which is how that thing was yeah presented and put the out thing there was is that i i don't know when i went into it it was what i expected it being a really slow burn it was fine like the first time i watched it, i was just bored but i did watch it again a second time and it was okay i don't think it's the greatest movie ever like it was a while ago but we were at half price books do you remember that person talking about like how many copies of prometheus she owned? Like, it's, <laughs> it's the greatest movie she's ever watched and it was weird because I kind of wanted to like talk to them. I just wanted, I just wanted to like put a blanket around and say, "Go watch a fucking more movies." Well, I wanted to, t- I wanted to talk to them. Like, why is that the greatest? Because I wanted movie to figure out if it was because they just like Alien so much, or if it was just because that particular movie was. Like, I don't the think she's ever seen an Alien. Movie. See, that's kind of what I got from it when she was talking about it, so I didn't investigate further. But yeah, I think if we can go soft reboot aliens and not this kind of kills me to say but i i don't want another aliens versus predator movie it just doesn't work no it could work but they, they're not gonna make it so let's keep aliens like super sci-fi horror let's just just keep going down that road we'll see we'll see how they do it are you at number three now you got number three uh yes number Alien three Covenant. i think we agree on okay. number three it's number three rogue one god damn it. <laughs> I won't say too much about it. Yeah, don't you fucking dare spoil anything right now. Uh, for one, there is a it's a Star Wars movie. If you care about it, you've seen it. The one thing I will say, which you've probably heard about, is 
I could have done without the Uncanny Valley bullshit that's in it. That never works. There's two characters that they do it with. It stands out too much. I don't like it. Don't do it. Cast somebody different. Yes, it takes place in a certain time frame, but this is also a side story. You know, it's nobody cares if you replace somebody that died. Oh, uh, okay. They're not going to be like, oh, it's not fucking. It's General Tarkin. That's not Tarkin. Oh, okay. Okay. We know the dude's not alive anymore. It's okay. This is 30 was, years yeah, I was, later. I was pretty sure that's who you're talking about. It wasn't. And um, someone at the end. That's not really a spoiler. But everybody knows that already. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Carrie yeah. Fisher. Yeah, everybody Hers knew that they did that. Worse, but they're both bad. I just wish you didn't do that. But overall, I thought the characters are great. I thought the character motives are great. And the portrayals are really good. They are better. Our lead in this is better than our lead in The Force Awakens. Really? Character-wise. Really? Motivations and... Okay, okay. And one thing that always really bugs me about Rey is she had no conflict. Yeah, I think we went pretty in-depth with that. Uh, Jin in this... There is a okay. There's some conflict. I won't go too much into it. Absolutely, go watch Rogue One. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I want to watch it again. Number three. Well, you're gonna fucking watch it again because you're gonna make sure I don't have a fucking seizure. No, no, no. I hope you have a seizure. I'm just gonna keep poking you, shining th- lights in your eyes. Number three is Nice Guys. Nice Guys. All right. Because I fucking love this movie. So underrated. Oh god, a lot of people didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I, of people didn't. They never heard of it, even though it has two like huge actors in it. Yeah, you know Ryan Gosling is such a great comedic actor, and he overall is just one of my favorite actors. I love that man. He's so talented and everything he does that's why i'm excited about blade runner i am excited about blade runner i really want to see la la land we didn't get a chance to I'm sure see. he's fucking gonna be spectacular I, I remember when we did our episode of nice guys we were trying to look up a bad movie he was in you can't he has no I, like time bad will movie. catch up and he will well have a bad i mean movie. you can argue and say like only god forgives but i don't think that his performance is bad in it i think that's a great movie yeah i, I think i think it's great too. i think when you're saying like good and bad movies as a mm-hmm. general thing we have to count we have just have to automatically eliminate the art house movies because it's obviously not for a general audience yeah like place beyond the pines you I still need to watch oh yeah. my god it's so good yeah not, you know nice guys was just so fun because it was a throwback buddy cop comedy action movie and they don't really do those anymore they need to and this I've... shows that it, well here's the thing though this unfortunately shows that they it's hard because this shows that it can be good but this also shows that it won't make money. yeah that it won't make money so that's the that's a real problem with it and his daughter being really the breakout star in the movie and the director said he could make movies like this with those two forever like i wish you would have made money yeah because then we could have had sequels and who knows we still could i hope so because i think really if you look at the money aspect of it I think the reason why it didn't make it the wasn't money promoted back, very well. It wasn't promoted very well, and as great as all the set pieces were in it, I think that hurt it all because of how many areas that they were, how many sets they were making, how much destruction happens that could be, could have been avoided in a different plot if it was smaller. Oh, for it not making money? Yeah, it's because nobody bought tickets to it. I, I yeah, but I'm saying I'm it not talking have... like gross what they made. I'm talking about actual box office. Well, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about like what they made i think it could have been lessened by a smaller plot and that's why i still kind of have hope that something like this could go further if it was a way smaller little project still nobody would have seen it it wouldn't have mattered i can hope okay but it was great it was one of the best movies of the year uh best comedy i've seen in a long time movie that actually made us laugh that was supposed to oh yeah i was laughing the entire time unlike gods of egypt i miss those old buddy cop movies 
I mean, they were 80s staples, and they brought it back. I loved how in the time period it felt as well. I was very impressed by that. Yeah, it never felt out of place. It felt all the people... And we were trying. Were... Remember, we were trying to find wardrobe and things that weren't... Yeah, and I couldn't really find anything. I'm sure someone will be like, that model, the gun, was it made until 1987? <laughs> I mean, as long as you have... Don't, don't get that nitpicky. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. As long as it has the feel of the era and they talk like you'd expect somebody from I, that I era I want the talk. soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack was fantastic. They released it on vinyl. I saw that. I yeah, I, I, I love the movie. I'll watch it a lot of times. It was great. You know, I, I hope that... Not necessarily that they make a sequel to it, but I, I hope that there's a spiritual successor soon to that kind of movie. Number two. Oh, one last thing about Nice Guys. Oh. One last thing. Okay. Going back to how a spiritual successor, I think that if they do a successor of, Ni- of Nice Guys, I think they it won't. would work very well. I'm just saying if. They won't. Not, I'm not saying a direct sequel. I'm saying something that's like a buddy cop thing. I think it would work very well. Think of Nice Guys as a Netflix original. Because mm-hmm. you know what buddy cop movies are out there that are popular? It's Kevin Hart and The Rock. And Oh, that's right. Those are the types people want. Yeah, I, I don't something. like Kevin Hart. If you did something like that. Because I'm over 15 years old. <laughs> on like Netflix or HBO, I think it would work far better than the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, number two. Go ahead, number two. Uh, I have a feeling our number twos are the same. What is it? The Arrival. Yeah. Or Arrival. Yeah. I always want to say The Arrival. <laughs> yep. Arrival's same. number two. Yep, same for me. It was tough not putting this at number one. This movie is absolutely fucking fantastic. I love movies that don't hold your hand, that don't treat you like an idiot. This movie doesn't. It is such a great story. Again, I think it was... At the beginning, advertised a little wrong. Yeah. Because they advertised it as an alien invasion movie, which it's really not. Yeah, that was weird. Well, yeah, especially the very original trailer they had. Or not trailer, but the... Do you remember the original poster they had for it? Mm Mm-hmm. It was very War of the Worlds-y. Yeah, this movie is not that... I mean, it's a study in language and the characters and... I can't say enough about this movie. I get why people hate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I absolutely loved it. Any other year, this would have easily been my number one. Fantastic. I can't wait to watch it again because I think I'll pick up on a lot more. Oh, yeah. you know, I hope they have a Blu-ray of it that comes with like a book of the language and stuff. Oh, that would be, be so awesome. good. Or at least like special features on the show. Because they <sighs> built a language in this. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I think there's already a book out that has a lot of the language Amy stuff. Amy Adams. God, she's so good. Oh, yeah. She, she is so good. Amy Adams is easily top three modern actresses, 21st century. Oh, yeah. Top tier. Yeah, she's. I love her. She stole the show in this. Yeah, any role that you give her, she completely knocks out of the park. Her is a great example of a movie where Amy, Amy Adams somehow, it hurts to say, but outperforms fucking Joaquin Phoenix. Like, oh, yeah. Holy shit. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And what's crazy is she's a household name. She does great movies. I think she's underrated. I think so, too. I really do. She is not... A person that people buy tickets to see her movies? No. But everybody recognizes her. And everybody knows that she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. But, you know. She, yeah, she, her name isn't. Yeah, her so name's not a Scarlett Johansson. Of, I can sell tickets to Ghost in the Shell because I'm Gar- Scarlett Johansson. And it's sad because she should. She, yeah. I mean, she's easily top It's three. one of the main reasons when we first saw the teaser. I'm like, it looks interesting. It's fucking, amazing. of course. Yeah, of course. Of I'm course we want to go see this. Can't say enough good things about this movie. Is it your number two as well, by the way? Yeah, yeah. It's my, okay. it's my number two. Figure that. Yeah. Uh, both of our number ones have been kind of set for months. You guys have heard us talk yeah. about them. You know what the fuck they are. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, we shouldn't even talk about him. Uh, well, I mean, I'll go ahead. I'll talk about my number one. What's what's my number one, Kyle? Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Vavitch. It is the Vavitch. Um, I've rewatched this twice actually, and both times loved it more and more. It is one of my favorite modern horror movies. Like, just. I can't love this movie more. It w- is. Would you make love to this movie? Oh, yeah. Have you touched yourself to the Vavitch? Maybe like Black Phillip, like a little bit. It's a goat. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fucked up. The Witch, though, it. It's the, called the Vavitch. <laughs> Did you not see the trailers and the font? Really, the biggest reason why I love it is because if you were to make a horror movie that's like catered specifically to me, it's the Witch. It wouldn't be like hentai torture porn. Like, the witch has, <laughs> the witch has, like, everything that I look for in a movie, in it, that really captures me. It's fucking artsy-fartsy That is very artsy art movie. movie. It's a fucking art movie. One day I will rewatch it. This somehow got mass released and baffles me. Because yeah. there's not a single person that I've talked to, well, other than you, because you didn't necessarily like, hate it or anything. Like, everybody that I know that... <laughs> well, they thought it was your typical mainstream yeah, horror movie. fucking hated it. And I understand why. Because <laughs> there's no reason this should have been in the theaters. I don't hate it, but I didn't like it at the time. Was That's what I thought going mm-hmm. in. This is not the movie I was expecting which usually is a good thing but when it comes to horror like sometimes i just well, even I like know. it caught know, me off guard i wasn't ready for this movie the thing with the witch too is that it is one of the it's it's like the shining of where it's a horror movie that's not really like a horror movie but when you present it as like the next paranormal activity yeah which it, they really you know like we're, it's not those movies the only good thing that i i'm very happy about is when i saw it the audience was very respectful there wasn't because i heard like horror stories of people who watch this movie and like everybody was like you know talking shit about it what do we went there's hardly anybody there yeah but still i mean there were people that i knew hated the movie but luckily they didn't do anything so i wasn't taken out of the experience yeah you know it's just it's an artsy character study on a family that's being torn apart from the inside by what may or may not be the devil it is which it is the devil and that makes it even greater and i don't think i've told i don't know if i talked to you about this recently and the dad looks like terry funk and that's amazing <laughs> all the performances are great especially the i, I know that i I'm, i know mercedes especially hated the scene she hated the movie well yeah when the son is dying and like professing his sins to jesus it's so great like that scene is so eerie see at that point i think we were just like tuned out that's when i was like laser focused i was like holy shit this movie is rocking my world right now yeah i got tuned out but and you know it's just it's a movie that's all symbolism all the time i guess like i love artsy movies we talk about them but i have to like be ready for them like you can't just throw artsy movie at me when i go to the theater because i just Really, I equate The Witch more to The Shining after watching it a couple more times than really any other movie. But I don't think it's as commercially oh, not at all. open as The Shining. It has gotten good reviews, though, yeah. which is actually... I'm saying for like... Because a lot of modern audiences can watch The Shining and still enjoy it because it does have a very cohesive plot. And there's a lot of nuances that you don't necessarily pick up on as just a casual viewer. There's still visually things there, which yeah, is which really... It's not the most visual movie. There's a lot of really great visuals in it, though. For just a general audience well um 
Okay, yeah. You not know, there's really there's not no. I think for for me, where's the Shining? You have the kids and yeah. the well, you know. But for the witch, not really. Yeah, because a lot of, a lot of the scenes that really stood out to me, at least, was like the witch ass, huh? Witch ass. <laughs> That's all you cared about. The mother, like, being pecked by the ravens, I thought was a very visually striking scene when he's confessing God. That that scene was really great. And the end, you know, going back to that, I don't hate it as much anymore. When I first watched it, I really disliked when she actually was flying in the air and stuff. I like it now. I think it fits. One day I'll watch it again. I think knowing what it is, I will have a deeper or a different opinion of it. I could. I could still not like it. Who knows? I don't like all artsy shit. Yeah. Just so you know, we're not that fucking pretentious. If you're like, symbolism? Love it. It's not true. I've seen some shit yeah. artsy movies. Uh, my number one, you know, we already talked about, is The Nice Guys. This movie's perfect. I mean, I say that, you know, a little facetiously. Yeah, but yeah. It's great actors. Uh, yeah, his daughter is fucking mm-hmm. fantastic. That a child actor stole the show from Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Blows my mind. Actually, Keith David's in it too. Come on. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's just very reminiscent of 70, 80s cop drama. Or not drama. It's funny. This movie's really funny. Dramedy is what they call them? Yeah, no, no. I it's really comedy drama. <laughs> drama. I think it's more so comedy than it is drama. But there's, but there is drama. Yeah. You know, there's a real story there that you care about. Oh, and also the choreography of the gunfights was really well done. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that in the review. Who the fuck knows? That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. It was probably like episode 30 something. Yeah, it was great. All the fights, it's uh, it's refreshing to have a gunfight where you feel like you're in it. Yeah, and to have a movie where you know your characters are fine, but as you're watching it, you don't know. Don't 100%. Yeah. Ryan Gosling goes from, through some shit in this. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Poor guy. Um, just like the scene where he's on the toilet. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but Ryan Gosling is such a good, like, physical actor as well. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's made for fucking slapstick. Oh, yeah. Roles. I He... Anybody who doesn't like Ryan Gosling just needs to watch something other than The Notebook. Yeah, he's Even so, though he's great in that. But. He's so versatile because I mean, look at the Lars nice and the guys. Real Girl. Lars and the Real Girl, I always will go to if you want to see him having like just brimming with comedic charisma. Yeah. Watch Lars and the Real Girl. It's so great because of him. And it's not because the plot is funny. But the way that he acts and the comedy that comes from just like his facial expressions. That's great. I, I love I love the goss. The so goose is loose in my heart. That's our top tens. Yeah, my top three, they were a lot closer than you would imagine. My you know? top one and two are very, yeah. like I was torn because I love the arrival that much. I'm like... The Nice Guys, though, is one that just at any time, I'll just pick it up and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Just if I want a good time. Not that The Arrival is not a good time, but it's a different. It's, that's a yeah. different experience. Yeah, yeah. Nice Guys is a great one that I can watch. Nice Guys is good day, bad day, whatever. Yeah, just it's on TV. It I'm going to watch it. Yeah, The Witch is not one that I'm going to pop in all the time. Yeah. I have to be in the right mood for it. Same with The Rival, but you know. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Nice Guys, absolutely. Give it some love. Check it out. Mm-hmm. More people need to see it. Well. Uh, on to the worst, I guess. In part two. Yeah. 